0: You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. The title of the message today is God Gives Eternal Choices. And I want to speak to our young. I see all of you sitting together this morning. I made a lot of bad choices in my life, a lot of bad choices. Um, My parents were incredible Christian people. They positioned me to know the Lord. But we all have choices and those choices have consequences. And at about age 12, supposedly being in a safe place at a neighbor's house, I was introduced to pornography by a, an adult. And uh, thank God there was, I didn't have an internet back then. It was magazines, eight track. When you kids go home, ask mom and dad what that is. They'll tell you what an eight track is. And, uh, Choices have consequences and choices will follow you for years. Many bad choices. Just trying to fit in, find a place, find a group of people that will accept, would accept me to where at 17 guns were involved shooting between two groups of people to where I could have been locked up for life or could have taken a life or lost my life. One thing leads to another, then alcohol. And then all that leads to lying, trying to cover up. It just snowballs. And... um, but I'm going to mention a little bit later of all the bad choices that I made in life and you made in life. One choice wipes it away. One choice wipes it away. So I stood here this morning thinking about this. I am truly amazed that I have the privilege and the honor after all those bad choices to be able to stand in God's pulpit and speak his word. So I don't know what bad choices you've made in your life, but one good choice will change it all. Amen. Stand with me for the reading of the word of God. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm glad he's the only one that's made bad choices. I felt like I was under a microscope right there, man. Everybody looking down that long religious nose. So I'm going to be short and sweet. You've heard that before because I do not have much voice. God, the title is God Gives Eternal Choices. And I feel his presence here this morning. John chapter 19, verse eight, where they crucified him and two other with him on either side, one and Jesus in the midst. Pastor Aaron, give Miss Mary the microphone there. Father, what a privilege it is this morning to come into your presence, Lord. Father, today we just ask you, Father, that you would minister this word, oh God, that you'll touch our pastor, Lord. Give him a supernatural anointing this morning, God, we pray. We thank you today, God, that we've all made bad choices, Lord. But, Father, one good thing I can say, when I made you the Lord of my life and the King of my life, God, things changed. Hallelujah. You're a chain breaker. You're a Mm -hmm. life changer. And I thank you this morning, Lord, that we all have that opportunity to come unto you. Repent. Turn our lives around, Father, and you'll lead us and guide us into all truths. We give you praise. We give you glory. We ask you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. would move up and down these aisles, God, this morning, and you would minister, Lord, as only that you can do. Holy Spirit, have your way. Anoint our pastor again, I ask. Touch from the top to the head, we pray, in Christ's name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Go ahead, give God a great hand clap of praise, amen. Let me read a little bit of that verse 18 again where they crucified him and two other with him, two other, on either side one in Jesus in the midst. Is it not amazing that one chooses life and one chooses death? How, how in the world could that happen I don't know, but it, but it does. Siblings raised by the same parents. Think about it. Abel and Cain, both sons of Adam. Abel chooses God. Cain chooses murder. But what's amazing is, God let it happen. God let him do it. You hear that? Abraham and Lot. Both pilgrims in Canaan. Abraham chooses God. Lot chooses Sodom. And what's amazing? God lets him. Think about it. David and Saul, both kings of Israel, David chooses God. Saul chooses power. And what's amazing? God lets him. Am I making a point? Peter and Judas both deny their Lord. Peter seeks mercy. Judas seeks death, takes his own life. And what's amazing, God lets him. In every age, in every single age of history, on every page of scripture, the truth is revealed. God allows us to make our own choices. And no one explains it better than Jesus. Listen to Matthew 7 and 13. Jesus said, enter you in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many, somebody say many. Many. There be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. Listen, and few there find it, two ways. There's two ways of life, easy and hard. Two ends, destruction versus life. Two travelers, wise versus unwise. The picture is not of a man standing at a crossroads that that many people paint that picture. That's not what it, this, this does not paint that picture What man faces is a single gate, not two gates. There are two gates, but you only face one. Because verse 14 said, few there be that find it. The gate is wide as the world. And you don't have to look for it, it's there. No one has to train you to lie, you just lie. Nobody has to train you to have a bad attitude. You just have a bad attitude. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have got to find it. And and I jotted this down uh, later this morning. Parents, you must position your children to find the gate. And then Pastor Carey spoke about Ruby this morning coming in with a nightmare but she has been positioned already at age seven to know where to go because her mom has positioned and her dad has positioned her and she knew where to go. You have got to look for it. Do you hear me? If you want to have eternity with God, you got to seek it. You got to look for it. Somebody say amen. So there's a narrow gate or there's a wide gate. Where are you at today? There's a narrow road, or there's a wide road. There's a big crowd to hang around, but few find it. How big's your crowd? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor? How big's your crowd? We choose, it's amazing how God works. They sang about building. Had no idea the verse I was about to read. We make a choice, we build on rock. Or we build on sand. Do you hear me? Matthew 7 and 24. Jesus said, I didn't say it. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. It's not good enough just to hear it. You got to do it. He said, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not. Can I stop there? Just because we make the right choice doesn't mean the rain won't come. Just because we choose to build upon the rock, Jesus Christ, doesn't mean that the wind won't blow. It said, for it was founded upon a rock, and everyone that heareth these sayings of of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Choices bring consequences. You and I are builders of life. Builders of life, 1 Timothy 6 and 19, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. I don't know about you, but I'm still building. I said I'm still building. Anybody building in the house of God today? I know I'm not standing up. I know I'm not preaching, but stay with me. Come on. There is only one foundation upon to build. There's only one. It's not Buddha, it's not Muhammad, it's not Scientology, it's not your own self, do you hear me, 1 Corinthians 3 and 11? For other foundation can no man lay, than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Give Jesus Christ a hand clap and a shout of praise. Ha! The wise builder is building a house. And every one of us has a house to build. It's our life. And what is your life? It's but a vapor. It appears for a little while, Adam Pryan, our piano player, told me, I said, what's up, Adam? Tell me something. This morning, he said, well, I went to my 20th year reunion last night, and I feel old. I like to slap him right in the mouth. <laughs> I said, add 22 to that. I told my friend Randy Efall, I'm sure he's here today, uh, yesterday, last night, I said, I enjoy life. Enjoy every day of life, every day, because I'm built I'm building on the rock. I'm an old rock and roller. My foot's on the rock and my name's on the roll. Building a life that'll never be taken away. I said I was going to be quiet today, didn't I? I'm going to live forever. Because I made a choice. I made a choice to leave the world behind. The world is not my home. This is a temporary dwelling. I've made a choice to follow Jesus. No what? Doesn't matter if nobody else follows. I'm going all the way home. Do you hear me? If you're going all the way home and you're building your life on the rock, give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. So, how you build your life, young people, determines your eternal destiny. I'm telling you, don't get sidetracked. Choice. We can choose to serve God. Or we can choose to serve riches. You know, everything that you need in life is right here. Everything you need, how to live your life, how to treat people, how to spend your money, how to love your spouse, it just comes down to you making a choice whether you wanna pick it up and read it and apply it. Matthew 6 and 24, Jesus said, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will hold on to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God in mammon. A man either serves God or he serves material things. This thought just came to my mind. I remember someone telling me a joke and I don't remember exactly how it went, but a man had all kinds of money and he wanted to take it with him. He he told his wife and his family, put it in my casket when I leave. She did. She wrote a check and put it in there. Some of you will pick that up at lunchtime. (laughs) Choice. Somebody say, I got a choice. We can choose to be numbered among the sheep or other goats. Jesus said in Matthew 25 and 32, and before him shall be gathered all nations. Try to visualize this. And he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats, and he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left hand. Imagine families being torn apart, mother from children, spouses being separated. Then those who have rejected God, that made the wrong choice, will go away into eternal punishment is what the Bible teaches. But the righteous into eternal life. In Matthew 25 and 46, Jesus said, and these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into life eternal. It'll all come down to your choice, what you do with God. God gives eternal choices. And these choices have eternal consequences. I was about maybe 10 or 11 years old and, and I'd never been on a riding lawnmower and I had a little mini bike and anything had wheels I was fascinated with. Not to work on it, but to drive it and tear it up. And my grandpa, I said, please, let me, let, me, let me ride that lawnmower. He said, just around the yard. And grandma hollered and she needed grandpa and he said to me, don't you go down that path between them two buildings Down the path, got away from me, went through fence, hit a tree, bad choice. Here's what Pap said, you're going to burn a blister, you're going to set on it, young people. When you make the wrong choice, you will burn a blister and you will set on it. And I remember saying, Pap, how long do I got to set on it? He said, depends on the size of the blister. Your choices that you make will have consequences. Can any adults in the house put your hands together and testify that I'm telling the truth? Huh, anybody, anybody make any stupid choices? So God gives eternal choices and these choices have eternal consequences. I want us to look at Calvary's tree Jesus and the two thieves, one on the left and one on the right. Ever wonder why there was only two crosses, one on each side of Christ? You ever wonder why there wasn't five or six or seven? You ever wonder why Jesus was in the center? Could it be that the two crosses on the hill of Calvary symbolize maybe one of God's greatest gifts, the gift of choice? The two criminals have so much in common, convicted by the same system. Condemned to the same death. Surrounded by the same crowd. Equally close close to Jesus, probably about the same space. In fact, they both began with the same sarcasm. Listen to Matthew 27 and 44. Even the robbers who were crucified with him, reviled him with the same thing. But one changed. One changed. It was a choice. Listen to Luke 23 and 39. And one of the malefactors which were hanged railed on him saying, if thou be Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answering rebuked him saying, Doest not thou fear God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation? And we justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. And he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. One choice he made. And Jesus said unto him, verily I say unto thee, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. And we always rejoice about the one that made the right choice. We preach about it and we sing about it, but let's not forget the one that didn't. What about him? So close to Jesus, and we don't read where Jesus said anything else to that one. Why wouldn't Christ have said, hey, Fred, Your buddy just made the right choice. I'm gonna give you one more chance. Wouldn't a word of persuasion right then been timely? Does not the shepherd leave the 90 and nine? Is that what the scripture teaches us and goes and finds the one that is lost? Does not the Bible teach us that the housewife that had 10 coins and lost one in the dust of the floor got her broom and swept until she found it? The shepherd does, the wife does, but then there's the story of the prodigal and the father does nothing. The coin was lost irresponsibly. The sheep was lost by accident. But the prodigal made a choice. He chose to leave. He said, Father, I want my inheritance now. And I'm leaving. And the father did nothing. And the father said nothing. Sometimes God sends thunder to stir us. Sometimes God sends blessings to lure us. But sometimes God says nothing and allows us to make our own choices. Think about that. He honors you and I. With the freedom of making our own choices, and what an honor it is. Some things don't seem fair in life. Some was born in poverty, doesn't seem fair. Some was born really never had much family. My uncle John had passed away a couple of years ago. Was his mother walked him up the. Street and left him at a boy's home when he was four or five. And he stayed there until he was about 18. Just don't seem fair, does it? Anybody been treated unfair? Any, anybody have anything happen to you in this place that just didn't seem fair? Anybody at all? Am I talking to anybody? Some things don't seem fair, but any injustice in this life is offset by the honor of choosing your own destiny. You didn't get to choose who your mom was. You didn't get to choose who your dad was. You didn't get to choose your gender, even though some think you can, but you can't. Don't get me started. They arguing this week in Washington, if a man can have a baby, I'd like to cut loose right there. But I need to stick to the plan. Wouldn't it have been nice if God would have let us order our own life? I grabbed that out front this morning. It kind of remind me of a menu. We go into a restaurant and we sit down. And we just look at the menu. And we just order whatever we want. Wouldn't it have been nice if when I was born, if I could have just picked up a menu and ordered my life the way I want it. I'd say, well, I'll take number one, six foot two, 205 pounds, solid rock. (laughs) I want guns, but I got water pistols. Oh, Billy about to have a stroke back there, isn't he? (laughs) You ain't got no guns either, man. When I was in high school, I had two nicknames. One was Shing, it's not Asian, all right? It was short for Shingleton. And the other was Beak, because of my nose. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't act like you like your nose. (laughs) Life just don't work that way, Andy. We don't get to choose our height. We don't get to choose our siblings. Where's my sister at? we don't get to choose where we're born and we make a lot of bad choices in life but we do get to choose our eternal destiny and that choice one good choice wipes away all the bad choices I told him in the back I've been in Shinson 60 years I've been saved now 38 years. I've been pastor in Jewel City 28 and a half years. And people still want to remind me of what I used to be. Stand with me. My righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. And yours also. But one good choice wiped away all my bad choices. And if I could choose a mom and dad, I would have chose the two that I had. If I could choose my siblings, (laughs) I would choose the two that I had. The greatest choice. Cole, you bless my heart to see you on that video. And I know you've made some bad choices. Because I have too. But I want to speak to you. I know your dad. I know your grandpa. And I know your great grandma and grandpa. from my group, growing up in the same church. Your grandparents and great-grandparents couldn't be any prouder than you right now because you made the right choice. This is not a one-time deal. It's not a one-time choice. And I'm gonna tell you like I've told a lot of other young people, unless you separate yourself from the old crowd, and start hanging with the new crowd. Grandpa also said, my dad said, excuse me, you lay down with the dogs, you get up with the fleas. And I'm not calling them dogs. You made a choice and you chose God. And God, if you'll follow him and you work hard, God will bless you. Do you hear me? God will bless you. You hear me? Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. every head bowed and every eye closed. When it comes to life after death, you have a choice. And that gift of free will can offset any mistakes that you've ever made. <laughs> I want you to think about the thief on the cross. He made some bad mistakes in life. He, he chose the wrong crowd, the wrong morals, the wrong behavior but would you consider his life a waste? I don't, I don't think so. This man that made all of his life bad choices, is he spending eternity reaping the fruit of all of his bad choices he made? No, I don't think so. It's just the opposite. He's enjoying the fruit of the one good choice that he made. And you and I have made some bad choices. today the choice is yours he allows us to choose I don't have anything else to say except God loves you and I pray you make the right choice every head bowed and every eye closed I don't know anyone's heart in here except my own God has been so good to you right where you're at no one coming to you I want you to be honest with yourself. You know, i I told Pastor Aaron, I try to be honest and transparent. We were talking about it this morning. That's why I share some of the things that most people wouldn't share. But I want you to be honest with yourself because you can lie to yourself long enough that you believe it. If death was to knock at your door today, would heaven be your home? Have you made the right choice? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Except you be born again, humble yourself, pray, ask Christ to forgive you of your sins. So if you're here today, you've not done that. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, would you slip your hand real high and hold it real high just so I can acknowledge and see you? Is it one? Is it one? I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand, sir. Somebody else? Somebody else, two full-grown men. Somebody else. Somebody else. I see your hand. Yes, I see your hand. Yes, ma'am. I see your hand. Wow, wow. Adults. Somebody else. Somebody else. Let's Terry. Let's let's take a moment. Let's take a moment and let the Holy Spirit work. Is there somebody else? Somebody else. Wow. As every head is bowed, i I like for those that raise their hand to raise your head and open up your eyes and look at me. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. Earlier this morning, I got a text. Actually, I got it in the middle of the night and didn't hear it. Earlier this morning, I seen it and I got up and I called Pastor Ernie, came and got me and we went to a house down in Monongah People that I don't know, let must watch this on TV. A lady, just moments away, just moments away from passing into eternity. Her whole family in the room. Aaron counted them. I didn't. He said he was 13. We were in a small trailer, and God had just allowed me to begin to minister to him. And before we left, salvation right there in that trailer. And it's it's a great thing, isn't it? It's a great thing, I never get tired of it. So I want to point to you, ma'am, sir, sir, sir. That middle cross was Christ. And he said something, he said, it is finished. His work was done. What was his work? It was you it was you, it was you, that he died, that you could have life. So I want you to pray this prayer with me and mean it, mean it, mean it from the bottom of your heart. And pray it out loud so the person next to you can hear you. Say, Lord Jesus, today, I humble myself. I acknowledge that I have sinned. Fallen short of Your glory, and I ask You to forgive me, and I am sorry. And Lord, from this day forward, I want to live my life for You. Holy Spirit, guide me, direct me. In Jesus' name, I pray. And Amen. Every head still bowed. Every head still bowed. Go ahead, and give God a hand. Go ahead, and give God a hand. Anyone in the room ever make any bad choices? Hold one hand up. Anybody in the room ever make two bad choices? Raise both hands up. Anybody ever make three bad choices, both hands and one foot? Go ahead and look at me. Go ahead and look at me. I'm being stupid, I might as well. Anybody made multiple bad choices? Raise both feet and both hands, huh? Okay. Then I wanna ask you to do something. I want to ask you to personally, I'd love to see you come to the altar. But if you don't feel comfortable to come here, I don't even like what I just said there. You ought to feel comfortable to come to the altar if Christ lives in you. But for whatever reason, if you choose not to, stay where you're at. But I like for some people to come and say, God, I just want to thank you that that one choice wiped away all my bad choices. Why don't the young people come together around Cole? Cause he gonna need it, he gonna need it. It ain't no easy walk. Come all over the building if you make bad choices. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. Make sure to rate the podcast and share with your friends. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. We have something for all ages or online at 10 a.m. Make sure to check out our live groups or small groups.